Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Ooh, Get a time in the LBC. Yeah, baby. Thursday. National Football Show. How you doing? Big sales in the house. Welcome aboard. Come on. Come, 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 come on in. How you doing? I know many of you. Oh, and by the way, hey, everyone over at the daycare center, how you guys doing? I know all the Eagle front office guys. Thank you so much. Tracy Rocker, great text last night. You're my boy. You always be. You know, Big Sills always had your back. Told everybody when you were hurt. Got you, man. We're good. Got to do some things with Jordan Davis. But hey, man, you know what? We'll get that kid going and rocking and rolling. So he turns into a great pass rusher. Welcome again. Like I said, hey, come on. Come, come, come. You're all coming in because if I were you, I wouldn't be listening to some of those other shows that you hear on the radio in that city. Come on. Come on. Come on. And by the way, I never seen more crybabies in my life than on my Twitter page. Holy cow. If you can't support my guy, the hell with you. Oh, I'm devastated. Oh, my God. Hey, I'm so sorry, man. What up, Michael? Jeremiah? All our friends for coming aboard like you do, our supporters. Don Hooters. It's Dan, but I'll take the Don. I like, actually, the Don of Sports Talk, the Godfather. Sure, I'll take it. King Kong, the Godfather. By the way, it's official, too. It's been posted on my Twitter page, at Dan Cilio Show, and it's around the country. Jacob Sports' Big Sills is hosting the Jim Rome Show on July 5th, and I'll be on CBS Sports. So I want to thank all of you guys for making that happen. You did. You grew the show. People now know what's going on. What's up? Okay? And and by the way, I think you guys just come here just to bitch with me, argue with me, try to hit me in the ribs. My aunt every time, man, she's got to go, Jesus, gravity. these guys, man. They go back and forth. I go, that's sports talk. That's sports talk. Absolutely. But the guys over on my Twitter page, you you are not a Jalen guy. What gave that away? My takes? (laughs) Do I need to be any stronger on them? Oh, man. People think too highly of Miles Sanders. You exposed us, Sills. <laughs> hey, oh, I got Miles Sanders here. Ho, ho. You know we can't do a show without a list. Oh, my boy LB is going to be with us today, too. Lord Brunson's going to be with us in hour number two. Fans perspective. Got to get it. Got to get it. Four weeks and some change out to training camp. Let's go. As... Tom Brady says, let's go. All right. 
Yeah, man. Hey, before we get going here, man, a lot of crying. If you don't think our guy's the guy. By the way, I, I tuned in a little bit to the sports take guys. And I heard Rob say this. Rob goes like this. You can't compare Jalen Hurts to Justin Herbert or to Joe Burrow. Why? If you're going to pay a guy $40 million, you better compare him to those guys. Why would you pay a guy who's got less talent $40 bucks? What? You mean to tell me I've got to settle for something less than what they have with the L.A. Chargers or what they have in Cincinnati, Ohio, and I'm going to pay the same money? I don't think so, dude. I don't think so. Why shouldn't you compare your quarterback to the elite guys? If you're going to pay elite money, you, you better compare him to that. No, okay, look. Because he's a good guy and friendly with the media and everyone likes him, let's give him 40 million bucks and fall in the same pit hall hole that the Dallas Cowboys are in with Dak Prescott. Pay the guy, pay the guy. If you have Jerry Jones and you ask him right now if he's got buyer's remorse on Dak Prescott's deal, I guarantee you he comes back and says he does. I'm not paying Dak Prescott 45 million bucks. I'll tell you this, I'll give you even more of a guy who screwed up the quarterback market. It's Dak. Who do you think he screwed it up more? Deshaun Watson or Dak Prescott? I know what I'm getting with Deshaun Watson. That guy as a talent, no sidebar stories, no conversation on that. That guy is one of the elite guys in the game. Dak, a friendly leader, great face of the franchise. All that bullshit we talk about all the time. That means nothing when it comes to production. No, man. Got to pay Dak. Yeah, you paid Dak, now you're in salary cap hell. <laughs> hey, man, well, you got to back my guy. Back my guy. <laughs> I'm not backing nothing, man. Trying to win ball games here. What do you think, this is a love fest? Guys sitting around, I love you. Man, you're my boy, I love you. Dude, that's not what this is. I don't give a shit whether you like a guy or not. If I can replace you, I will. If I can get a better coach, I will. If I can get a better quarterback, I'm surely going to do that. You kidding me, man? I mean, I can't compare Jalen Hurts to Justin Herbert. Why? Who said I can't? If you're talking elite guys, okay, he's not then. That's why you don't want to talk about him and, 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 hey, everyone, the reason you don't want to compare Justin Herbert and Jalen Hurts or Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts, because you can't. You can't compare them. They'll never be comparable. Those guys will never be comparable to him. Again, I, people on Twitter, man, I mean, you're in some sort of, like, fantasy land. The Cowboys aren't in salary cap hell because of Dak. Really? You pay a guy $45 million and you're running back 20. And you got dead cap money on Amari. Okay? 
You got almost $70 million a year, $180 million, $200 million salary cap, two men. Okay? Zeke is the one killing it. I agree, Birdman. Oh, my God. Sills hurts people's feelings on Twitter. Jeremiah. Dude, it's very easy to hurt people's feelings on Twitter. You just have to say the truth about Jalen, and it hurts them. Hey, man, I really, you know, lay off my guy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Birdman, tell him what the Zeke number is next year. What up, Miguel? Appreciate you coming aboard. All right. This is going to be, hey. You know what? I better start with this one because I don't want to start the show off like we did yesterday here. I can't wait to get to my list, too. Holy cow, man. Big Seals top NFL coaches ranking. Where's your boy Sirianni on this list? I'm starting to like, you know, I don't know. I can't talk too much trash on him. You know why? Because he is a paisan. He is a paisan, man. So, you know, I got to be kind of cool with that. Paisans get a lot of latitude with me. You got a vowel at the end of your name? You're good. 33rd? (laughs) Hang on here. Okay. So, Miles Sanders, man, he's kicking some dust up, right? Says you guys got a dream team now. Then he's also saying that, hey, the media's taking this out out of context here. Who cares, guy? It's okay to say that. You want to have optimism going into the year. Who gives a shit what the Philly media or the national media think? I'm not going to read the whole statement. I don't care. But then they'll turn around and start moaning, going, yeah, you know, these guys in the media, they also bark that he needs more opportunities. Okay? Miles Sanders, okay, is a dude on that team. I wouldn't look at him as a bell cow guy. Where, you know, I'm listening to him like I would if it was Jordan Mulata or Jason Kelsey or somebody like that, right? I mean, uh, Lane Johnson. I'm not, this doesn't really bug me all that much. I kind of heard it. I was like this. What did he say? They got a dream team, baby. Yeah. You know, the last time you guys had a dream team? Man, that was a great football team. Wasn't that an 8-8 eight and eight team? Holy cow, man. That dream team was Awesome. Namdi and Vince and all them dudes, man. Wow. What a dream team. (laughs) And now you got another guy barking dream team, man. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what, you know, are are you upset with him? He said all-star team. Excuse me. Excuse me. um, Chris, I, I, I I heard, I, I heard dream team. Okay, all-star team. Edge goes, stop playing. I'm not playing. He said it, all-star team. Miles Sanders is an idiot. I don't know if he's an idiot or not. I'm all right with him having an ego. I'm all right with him barking the way he's barking. I don't have a problem with it, but you better go out and deliver the mail. Then he goes out and says, I need more opportunities. Yeah, because you know why? Your quarterback takes all your rushing opportunities away from you. You're a running back. You don't want to be on the Eagles because the quarterback takes more carries than you. They set that offense up because the quarterback's only thing he does well is run the ball. That's why your opportunities are not going to be there, Miles. 
That's why your yards per carry has to improve. You may not get to 1,000 yards this year, but what you have to do, you have to make sure every carry you get is productive because you're auditioning for someone else. The Philadelphia Eagles are not going to sign you back, especially to the money you think you're going to get. So if I were you, my goal would be 4.5 yards a carry this year. Whatever that number is at the end, 750, 800, 900 yards. Okay, I doubt Howie allows you to get to 1,000 because that would mean it would put him in a bind to have to re-sign you to a number they don't want to re-sign you at. Because he looks at the running back. Howie Roseman looks at the running back position and the linebacking position on his roster as dudes. That's how he's handled it. He's looked at that, that area of the football team, and he's looked at the linebacking core and running backs as dudes and will do it by committee. Having a guy gain a thousand yards doesn't help him because he feels he can go out. Shit, he probably thinks Gainwell or Boston could do it if he gave them the touches. He doesn't look at it like that. He doesn't want to pay that. So there's no way Miles Sanders gets a thousand yards this year because the front office doesn't want it happening. News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community, a sports roundup for the locals, and the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. All right, did you know I was the mommy slam dunk champion? Really? <laughs> yes, really don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready. All right, here we go. Let's hear the crowd. So go to right, go to left, fake a mama. Mama, go up, mama! <laughs> She did it. Again? You can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh huh.
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. So you mean there's a connection from the Novacare Center into my my show? So you guys shut it off? Come on, Bob. Bob Lang, how dare you shut my damn show off like that? Because you didn't like what I was saying yesterday about your boy. Yeah. Listen, I like Jamie Hurts. I think he's a good player. Don't think I don't. Jamie's a good player. Hang on. Listen, we're back. Okay. The thing's back up and running. Let me go. I'll talk to you after the show. Goodbye. Holy cow. Hey, hey, Howie, you got me. (laughs) Oh, man. Holy cow. I'm a fan of Jamie Hurts. Okay. I'm a fan. Get that through your heads. You're damn right I'm going to call Morgan and Morgan, man. Somebody's messing around with the show. Listen, I, did, did I say Jamie? I'm sorry, Jalen. I, I forget the guy's name sometimes. You know, it's CTE and all. Holy cow. Very, very disappointed. I was in the middle of a good knee dive into Miles Sanders. And how Howie, I think it's because Howie doesn't like the way I, 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 you know, analyze his team because it's always done with a checkbook. It's not going to let, hey, Miles, this just in. I know you watch the show. You ain't getting a thousand yards, bro. He ain't going to let you. He'll sit you at the end of the year before he pays you an incentive of a thousand yards. He's not going to pay you $250,000 if you get a thousand yards because you ran for 58 yards a game. He'll never do that. He'd rather go out and give it to someone else like Gainwell or Boston. <laughs> did, 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 did I say Jamie Hurts? God, I'm so sorry. Hey, by the way, there will never be any kind of bad tongue towards Merrill Reese. Okay, Jordan Dean, um, we're, we're, we, we get it. Okay, so be kind because there is no blasphemy versus... Merrill Reese here on this program. I told you, Big Sills correct stiffs, not legends. Going to be those shows, folks. Hit, it's going to be one of those shows? What's that mean, Bob? Jamie might have a better arm. Outstanding take. Outstanding take. Miles Sanders getting 1,000 yards. Is he capable? Yeah, I agree with Merrill said yesterday. I do think he's capable. Okay. Where's your history to support that, Loyal says. Okay. Flash for Loyal. Loyal just goes like this. Where's your history to support that? That how we won't let him get a 1,000. 
How about I say two words to you, loyal? How about Nate Sudfeld? Okay? How about Nate Sudfeld? You sit star players for a stiff, okay? And you wanted to tank the final game of the season so you could have a better draft position and you can undermine the coach even more and not have to play pay incentives to certain players who are probably right around their number. I gotcha. <laughs> Dude, you threw a game once, you'll do it again. <laughs> Gannon is gone after this season. <laughs> hey, are we talking Rich Gannon or J- the only Gannon I've ever known is, is is like Rich Gannon. This guy, Jonathan Gannon, I don't know. I was worried about two words. Thought we were about to hear Dykstra language. <laughs> Big Sills loves yelling. Am I? Uh, hey, we raise his blood pressure. Kyle, I think that's the Italian in me, though, Kyle. You know what I'm saying? Okay, Jeremiah, I can't do a show without doing that. Matt, Maggie. I'm sorry, man. I got it. 35 days until preseason. Alex, what do you care? Your guys ain't playing. That was nothing to do with cash? Really? So you think if there's a player sitting in the final game and he gets a playing incentive if he plays all 17 or 16 regular season games, you don't think there's a $100,000 bonus in that if you play all the games? Every player's got incentives. See, people think that guys just get salaries and that's it and there's not player incentives in these deals if you play 80 or 90% of the plays. And by the time you get down to the back end of the season, all those games matter towards your incentives, playing time. If you play 17 games, if your team finishes in the top 20 offensively, if you finish in the top 10 in rushing, if you finish in the top 10 in passing, old linemen get benefits and they get all kinds of incentives on that. Oh, Jesus, criminy. Read a book, dude. You kidding me? Every game matters at the end, especially when you suck like you did that year 4-11-1. Nate Sudfeld. Is he still in the league? Or is he working at the airport in Philly? <laughs> I have the opposite view. Okay, Big Sills. Was that you in the Giants gear that got in and shouting match? With Nick Sirianni, nah, man, I don't wear giant gear. Only my uncle's legendary Hall of Fame jersey would I wear. Preseason matters to us. Yeah, but not the Eagles. I actually like Sudfeld. Yeah, me too, man. He looked pretty good holding that cup of ice on the sidelines. Looked good, man. Hertz was smarter and already benched. Wentz is Wentz, dumbass. Hertz was the starter, and they already benched Wentz. They benched Hertz too, dude. Criminy. Hello. Uh, McFly. They benched Hurts too. McFly. <laughs> no, I actually like Sudfeld. Yeah, man. I mean, I think he did he go to Stanford? I think he's a smart kid. All right. Oh man, do I love people. Sudfeld's in San Fran. <laughs> Uh, you could thank Sudfeld for for Devontae Smith. Okay. Nate Sudfeld couldn't start at the XFL or USFL. 
They drafted. Hey, I love Charles right there. Look at that. They benched him for draft picks. Yeah, man. They benched him for draft picks. That's great. Thanks, Nate. I got 900 yards out of the receiver last year. Thanks, Nate. Drafted a wide receiver. Congratulations to you. (laughs) The football gods are watching. (laughs) That's what happened. The football gods were like this. Sills, don't you know you have to always give credit for intangibles like he's friendly? Pat's on the back. You know, knows how to give an interview. Competitive. First in, last out. Don't you know? Hey, 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 Birdman. Tanking games so I can have how we look good in the draft. It's not professional football. Okay? You put your guys on the field to win games. And when you undermine them, it means that you'll undermine them again. Okay? That's my problem. It wasn't so much that he did that that one time. It put a message in every single player's mind that he's capable of doing that again at any time if he sees the season going to shit. That's not, quite frankly, okay, something you want your general manager being involved in on game day. Your GM is involved in your playing time on game day? What kind of organization is that? I don't want my GM telling my head coach, don't play him because he's coming up on an incentive. You know where I saw that too? I saw that play out one time in Tampa with John Gruden and Jeff Garcia. Jeff Garcia, if he played the last game, was going to get a million-dollar bonus. The Glazers pulled him. They came up with some bullshit. Well, you know, we got the playoffs coming around the corner. (laughs) Hey, you can have the playoff game. Give me the million. That's right, Keith. You, you, when you tank games like that, you're the Browns. How he controls the roster. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 2022 can't get here any quicker. Big Sills ranked the birds one out of 32 teams. Ninth. Maybe ninth. Ninth or my, nine, 10 or 11. Somewhere in there. 9, 10, or 11. Why win a meaningless... Here, here. Here's Chris. Why win a meaningless last game when you can move up in the draft? Because it's about setting a culture in your room that winning is a priority and the only priority. Not some dude drafting a guy that you have no idea who's going to be in that position when you're there on draft day. You had no idea Devontae Smith was going to be there. How would you possibly know that? How would you possibly know that Devontae Smith was going to be at that position on the last day of the game? How did you know that? You don't. You have no idea. Guys hadn't even declared that they were going to be eligible for the draft. You had no clue. Well, thank you. We got Devontae. You found that out on draft day. How did you know he would be there? You did it. You're making that up. Then again, most people make that up. 
I still like the move to quit on games. Here, here's Chris. I still like the move on laying an egg and making sure that I throw a game. Um, I, I like that. Okay. Well, I don't. We got Devontae Smith and the Giants got Tony. You would never have known that. <laughs> How did you know that? The draft played itself out on draft day. It doesn't play itself out in December. How do you have no idea that that was going to be like that? Okay, you're making stuff up. How we could see the future. Okay, Birdman, that's a good take. Hertz gets 35 million at 60 million for quarterback and wide receiver. <laughs> oh, my God almighty. Hey, uh, because of the uh, the interruption, Xander, we're not going to break here. We'll, 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 we'll break like at 45 or whatever here. I got another topic here I want to throw off you guys. Okay, you ready? Nate Sudfeld. Go get him, Loyal. That's your boy. Hey, you know, because Doug wanted to see what they had. <laughs> you think he was sold after the game, yay or nay? Oh, that's right. He didn't get a chance to really give a good grade because he got canned. <laughs> yeah. Howie Vision. Okay. So how he, how he rubbed his lamp and went, man, we're going to have Devontae Smith. So he knew in December, like this, ooh, draft gods. Ooh, we're going to get Devontae. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, watch out, gang, Will. <laughs> it had zero to do with Nate. You know, I don't think it's a big deal either throwing games. <laughs> All right. Here's the one for you. Buckle up, boys. Boy, Doug Peterson's working miracles right now in Jacksonville. He is working miracles. Peter, appreciate you coming aboard. Please, guys, hit the like button. Hey, he's working miracles with Trevor Lawrence. Holy cow, man. You see Trevor Lawrence, what he said? We're building something very special here in Jacksonville. It is an absolute privilege to show up to the building and see Doug Peterson holding the door for me when he walks in. And we both sit down and we talk about the vision of what we want here in a championship mentality football team. Man! Way to go, Doug! That is wildly great to hear a quarterback going like this. Doug Peterson is everything you want in a coach. Doug Peterson is making me a better player. Doug Peterson, and it's the, you notice one thing? Doug hasn't said anything about Trevor. It's the quarterback saying it. You, you got that same stuff going on in Las Vegas with Derek Carr. Derek Carr's like this about Josh McDaniels. Dude, this guy's a guru. He's a genius. I've, I've, I mean, John Gruden is great, but this guy, Josh McDaniels, is unbelievable. You never want your coach, Jalen's putting the ball in. There's just a different spin on it. 
there's just something different about the way he's running around out there in those helmets and shorts. You've got the quarterbacks themselves in these other places talking about their head coach. There are cards like this about Josh McDaniels. This is really unbelievable. The plays that he has, the understanding that he has for offense, how he puts quarterbacks in positions, all things matter, is remarkable. Yeah, man. That's – you so want to hear that. You so want to hear that. Don't want to hear my quarterback, you know, just sitting back and not saying that he's picking things up from his new coach. See, in other places that you got to sell the player, you're hearing the coach go, there's a different spin on the ball. Hey, you know, it looks a lot better. We got a long way to go, but it looks a lot better. Jags will stink again. I got a question for you here. Okay. Sirianni with Jalen. Doug Peterson with Trevor Lawrence. Who turns their guy into a superstar quarterback in the NFL? Does Sirianni turn Jalen into the, what's that guy, Sarah Jessica Parker, Parks guy? What's his name? $45 million? Does Sirianni turn Jalen into a $40 million quarterback? Or does Doug Peterson turn Trevor Lawrence into a superstar? Neither. Got to go Doug. Neither. Lawrence all day. Every day and twice on Sundays. Child of the corn. Taylor is a fraud. Hey, hey. Who does a better job with their guy? Who turns your guy into a star? I know who Xander's not going for. Yeah, $45 million quarterback back there for Philly, man. Man. Then you got Trevor Lawrence. My money's on Trevor Lawrence. All day, all week, all month, all year. Trevor doesn't have the support, Hurts. Plays, but he ain't near the talent. But he ain't near the talent of Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence can actually throw the ball. You'll eat those words after this season. Oh, Alexander, I show hope so. Okay. Who do you think improves his quarterback? Sirianni or Doug? Lawrence is by far a better passer than Jalen. Not close. And actually, too, want to know this? Lawrence can actually run, too. He did a lot of it at Clemson. Hurts getting $45 million to be the biggest heist in Philly. No, no, no. Chris, the biggest heist is going to go on in a couple weeks with James Harden. Jesse James, I told you, when he robbed the bank, he used a gun. James Harden is using a Big Mac in Daryl Morey's office. <laughs> okay? He's going to buy Happy Meals for Daryl Morey and that short three-year deal that he's going to sign with Philly. That'll be the biggest hijacking in Philly sports history. 
Okay, he's not going to take the $47 million, but he ain't taking – everyone's like, well, he's taking less, so he's going to get kudos and slaps on the back. Well, how much do you think he's taking less? Ten? <laughs> so he signs a $37 million deal. Okay, for three years per Big Mac Harden. <laughs> oh, man. Happy Meal Harden. <laughs> oh, I, I, even Barrett, Barrett, I love you to death, man. You hear him going, well, he ain't that bad. Yeah, 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 he is. <laughs> yeah, he is. He ain't the same guy who was in Houston. He's a fat body. You're going to give that guy $37 million a year? Woo! It's Jalen's time to improve. Okay. I'm keeping receipts for all of this. Go right ahead. I've been keeping receipts since Alabama. I've been keeping receipts since Alabama. Has he gotten better since Alabama? Watch this. Let me something here. Oh, this is, oh, Xander. I hate to, Xander, watch this. How much has Josh Allen gotten better since Wyoming? <laughs> A lot. <laughs> um, substantially. Um, tell me. Millie goes, why do you always yell? Just in case you can't hear me, because some people only hear half of the shit I say. That's why. Josh Allen. A lot. Has Joe Burrow improved since LSU? Like, a lot? Has Kyler Murray improved since Oklahoma? Yeah, a lot. Has Sam Darnold improved since USC? He's actually gotten worse. Has Justin Fields improved? A little too soon. But as of now, <laughs> he's gotten worse. Has Big Chris goes, has Lawrence improved? Um, yeah. You know why? Because he got finally an NFL coach instead of a freak show coach. Right here, baby. We're going to do a dance called the grind. My team flew back, so I'm, I'm staying behind. I'm Urban Meyer, man. I'm a rock star coach. <laughs> uh, has Tua improved? Yeah, I wouldn't say a ton. Yeah, has Jalen improved since Alabama? Yeah, probably as much as Tua. Probably as much as Tua. 
Tua actually beat some winning teams, though. Fields is not worse than Jalen. Stop that. I don't think I, – I think Justin Fields sucks out loud. But we'll see. The OSU Sills watch. Our OSU own. Yeah, hey, child. One day produce a quarterback that's worth the shit in the NFL. That might help. <laughs> hey, but wait a minute. Wait a minute now. Wait a minute. I asked the question. So do you think Sirianni turns Jalen into a $40 million a year quarterback? Or do you think Doug turns Trevor Lawrence into a star quarterback? Who's your money on? No, 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 Seth. I do not think that Justin Fields is better than Jalen Hurts. Absolutely not. No, I do not. No, I do not. As a matter of fact, I don't think it's close. Dank, what were you watching last year? Sirianni, baby. Lance or Hurts? Lance played one game, two games, I don't know. Little behind. Miles is at five and a half a carry, second in the NFL in running backs. His only issue um, is that he can't stay healthy. Well, he needs to be, hey, that five and a half will get him a job somewhere else and won't get him a job in Philly. Alexander, Lawrence will bum out again until the Jags build. I think they're building with Doug now, man. I think Doug Peterson might have that football team floating around 500 this year in a very competitive AFC. I think Trevor Lawrence is probably going to have the biggest increase as a player this year than any quarterback in the league. I'll put that prophecy out there for you. I think Trevor Lawrence, because he now has a coach that buys in, believes, and was a former quarterback himself in the league. I think Doug Peterson is going to whip Trevor Lawrence into being, oh, 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 Xander, should I do it to him? Xander, should I do it? Should I do it? Okay. Hold on here. Hold on. Shut up, Xander. Are you ready? Do you think the Jags beat the Eagles in week four at the link? That was the question asked to me. Quarterbacks better. The running back's better. 
coach is better. <laughs> Daz goes, better not. Coach is by far better. Jags in OT. Oh, my God. Hold on here. I'm going to show you something here. You see this Cohiba? The Birdman goes, if they lose to the Jags, we riot. Hang on. I don't want to incite anything here. Or I'll be on the um, panel at the uh, January 6th hearings. So I don't want anything to do with that, okay? But you see this Cohiba? This is the Doug Peterson Cohiba. (laughs) Okay? Here's the Cohiba. By the way, let me see this. This right here is going to be smoked. Okay? It's going to be smoked with an incredible moment this year on the Eagle schedule. You'll know. This Cohiba. See this Cohiba here? Got it in glass even. This right here, my friends. This thing was a big nickel too. And I've had it for a couple years here. See this? We put this back in there. See this right here? This goes right back in here. By the way, this at any cigar store goes for about a hundred bucks. In Philadelphia, it's worth $50. (laughs) See this right here? It goes like this right here. Careful, careful. Can't close it too much. That's the Dougie P cigar. See here, Eagles 34-17. Week 7. That's the buy, baby. That's one uh, one you smoke with someone else. In week seven, it'll be smoked. Trading places, love it. Jeff, thank you, my friend. Way to get the way to get the reference, man. This is a Rashua Co. Simultaneously tells time in London, Montreal, and Stad. <laughs> I love that movie, man. <laughs> I do. It's kind of a dark one too, because he does put the gun to his head. The Frank Reich cigar. Man, look at that. Just look at that, dog. Dougie Peterson. All right, I got to take a time out here. This is <laughs> Okay, this is a scheduled time out here. Guys, please hit the like button here. Don't forget my friends at Morgan & Morgan where the fee is free. If you are hurt or injured on the job, finding that attorney is one of the most important things you and your family can do. Getting fair compensation for your family. Look, being hurt or injured on the job totally sucks, but you'll need an attorney firm that'll do battle for you, and that is Morgan & Morgan. This is what they've done for 30 years, collecting over $13.5 billion worth of compensation for their clients. There's no such thing as a fender bender at Morgan & Morgan. They go to work with their over 800 attorneys and offices in Philly, New York, and in Florida to make sure you and your family get the fair compensation. Do me a favor, call them at 800-512-1600. That's 800-512-1600, seven days a week. The call is free, the consultation's free. 800-512-1600. And when you call Morgan & Morgan, do me a favor, tell them Big Sill sent you.
When choosing a lawyer for your injury case, you may ask, does the size of the law firm matter? Well, of course it does. The insurance company, they're huge with unlimited resources. And whether your case is big or small, they're built to bully you out of the money you're owed. But here's the good news. When choosing a lawyer for your injury case, you may ask, does the size of the law firm matter? Well, of course it does. The insurance company, they're huge with unlimited resources. And whether your case is big or small, they're built to bully you out of the money you're owed. But here's the good news. We're big too, the biggest actually. And we're built to fight to make them pay for all that was taken from you. Size is our strength. There's only one Morgan & Morgan. ForThePeople.com. with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community, a sports roundup for the locals, and the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. All right, did you know I was the Mommy Slam Dunk champion? Really? <laughs> yes, really don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready. All right, here we go. Let's hear the crowd. So go to right, go to left, fake a mama. Mama, go. Oh, mama! She did it. Again. You can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh huh. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Hour. Big Sills's top 32 NFL head coaches. Where's your boy sit? 
We'll do that at the top of the hour. By the way, 4.30, Lord Brunson, LB as we call him, will be on with us. And then tomorrow, just confirmed, Herschel Walker will join us. 3.30 Eastern time tomorrow, the legendary Heisman Trophy winner who's running for Senate in the state of Georgia will join us tomorrow at 8. At, uh, let me see. Between 8 and... 15 minutes. We'll have Herschel tomorrow. Last time he was on, he was on for what? Xander, like an hour and a half. I guarantee you Herschel extends it. Thank you very much. We're here Monday through Friday, three to six Eastern time. Anyway, let me read you this here, man. This is going to be a great year. Okay. This is going to be a great, great season in the NFL, man. Listen to what Terry McLaurin, the brand new $25 million a year wide receiver saying about Carson Wentz. Hey, look at what he's saying here. Let me, let me, let me get the quotes here. I want to bring a Super Bowl to Washington and their fans. Being around Carson Wentz has been a shot in the arm. What Ron Rivera is doing with Carson Wentz is remarkable. These guys are at the hips of each other every day. It's a privilege to watch them work and prepare for the upcoming season. I think Washington's going to surprise people. The Carson comeback is in full force. And I'm going to ask a topic question here. Alexander goes, 25 million will make you say anything. Alexander, I'm going to buy into that. (laughs) Uh, uh, Okay. (laughs) Okay. Hey, Alexander. I don't know. Maybe you're not that far off. (laughs) All while Wentz has earplugs. <laughs> Dude, hey, what's hey, Xander? Is it me? Hang on, Michael. Every time I bring Carson Wentz up, it's it, it's like bringing it, it's like bringing up like the Antichrist. Every time I say something about him, this is guy in your division. He's saying Wentz is unbelievable. He hasn't been around a quarterback in his time in Washington, which is not saying much. He is the Antichrist. (laughs) It's not really saying all that much. I mean, right? If he throws 4,500 yards, I'm going to shit a break, (laughs) Sander. That leads me into my topic. Who has a better statistical year? In 2022, Wentz or Hurts? People are throwing up in their mouth. Hurts. Okay. Wait a minute. I think we have. 
Hurts by a lot. Hurts by a lot. Hurts by a lot. Hurts by a lot. Let me see. Carson Wentz stats. Let me see something here. So, let me see. Carson Wentz's best year was 17. He was 11-2. and two. As a matter of fact, when you look at this, Carson Wentz, since that 17th season, has only had one losing season as a start, two losing seasons in his five years as the starter. And in the last one, two, three, four, five years, he's only had one losing season. Okay, so he's thrown for 4,000 yards, 4,039. He's thrown for 33 touchdowns. <laughs> Last year, he had 27 TDs and seven picks and 35-63. And he had a 94 quarterback rating. And what are you guys saying now? I won't count that 17 year. We'll just do last year. Well, He played 17 games last year. Overall hurts because I don't give a shit. I said passing. Passing. Carson Wentz. So do you think he... Watch this. Here's here's a better one. So you, 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 you think that Carson... You think Hurts has more passing yards than Carson Wentz this year? Hurts is going to be, it's going to go bonkers this year. Jamie has no shot. Can I, hey, can I tell you, do you guys really want to know what I think, what kind of year he's going to have? Here, I'm going to put the number here. I think you're going to see Jalen Hurts throw for 3750, 22 touchdowns. 650 rushing, another eight touchdowns. I think he'll be around 3750, 22 passing touchdowns. You got to think the quarterback and A.J. Brown are going to have something together. Okay? You got to think it's going to be around 3750. Not good enough. Well, I'll tell you what, if Jalen Hurts throws for 3750 with 22 passing touchdowns and 650 rushing, your football team's going to win a lot of games. And you're going to resign that guy, and that's going to be your guy. And that 35 to $40 million deal conversation will be a conversation. I don't think they'll ever go that high. I think they'll pay him around 30. Hurts will never see 4,000 yards. Never. In his career, he'll never see it. He will never see 4,000 passing yards. Donovan McNabb didn't. He's not a better passer than McNabb. Wentz is the only guy in your team's history ever to do it. He, and it's not going to be this guy.
by the way, 3750, 650, 30 touchdowns total. You think that's shitty? I don't think that's all that bad. Jalen's going to go for 4378. Let me take a look at that. Who said that? Kenneth. This is what Kenneth thinks is going to happen here. Watch this. So Kenneth thinks that. What was the number? 4378 divided by 17. So you think he's going to throw for 260 yards when he threw for 202 last year? How about 3999? He's not throwing for 4,000 yards. I say Carson Wentz does this, baby. You ready? I say Wentz goes for 4,000, 4,250 yards, 30 touchdowns, about a 95 quarterback rating. That's what I think he does. And I mean that. I think he throws for 4,000 yards this year. Who's got a better, hey, who's got a better chance of throwing for 4,000 yards? Jalen or or Carson? (laughs) Watch. Hurts, of course. We are going to shift gears because I'm sick of that. Ranking the NFL top head coaches. Okay? Where's your favorite guy sit? Lord Brunson will join us 4.30 Eastern time. Hit the like button. We'll catch you in hour two. Keep it here on the National Football Show. News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community, a sports roundup for the locals, and the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. All right, did you know I was the mommy slam dunk champion? Really? <laughs> yes, really don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready. All right, here we go. Let's hear the crowd. So go to right, go to left, fake a mom. Mama, go. Oh, mama! <laughs> She did it. Again? You can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh huh.
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Welcome back. Our two national football show, Big Sales. You know doing one of these shows is completely different to doing a national radio show, right? I got to kind of like be on my P's and Q's a little bit more, right? I can't be – it's not real, but you've got to be a little bit more aware of the bear traps in radio. There's I, – I, hey, trust me, I don't have a right leg because of radio, <laughs> Okay, I don't have a right leg. Okay, because I've been in the bear trap too long, so I've been in I've I've been in the bear trap. So, radio has bear traps. Okay, here we can. It's not like I said. It's not like you can't be real here, real on the radio, but you got to be kind of careful because those bear traps come up anywhere. Because you got so many people waiting in the wings, like D Gun says. Hey, did you hear what he said? He said, check. <laughs> I did? Yeah. Oh, geez. They, make, they could do anything with that. So you got to be careful. When I do radio, I actually have to write down every word I say because I got to be careful nowadays. By the way, since I'm going to be on CBS on July 5th, is this my better side? Or is this one? See, I like this side better. So I think I may, like, towards the camera... So we're going to be on 500. By the way, we're going to be on in like all over the country. Atlantic City, Chicago, Detroit, New York, L.A. So I want to make sure. What side do you think I look good? See, this looks like my better side. See, like this? I don't want to do the. What do you think? I got. Hey, I'm, I'm asking you actually your, your advice. You need your. Really? That side makes me look fatter. This side makes me, well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Straight on, big sell. Straight on. Xander goes, that's right, right there. Okay. Do I, see, do I do the eye raise too? <laughs> what a goofball. <laughs> I can't help myself, man. See, there's a part of me that just wants to mock radio, <laughs> but I'm not because, you know, things are working again. And believe it or not, people are calling my phone again, like every day again. And I'm going like this. Look, big Sarge, chill, daddy, <laughs> left side better. <laughs> this is so wormy asking dudes how another dude looks. Is so wormy. Hey, Bob, do you think this shirt looks good on me? <laughs> I would never ask a man ever in person, how do you think I look? Just for men. Hey, guys, what do you think? This shirt does it for me? 
good night almighty man there's something seriously wrong with me man but then we've known this for a long time you got to do the smirk <laughs> can it can <laughs> you philly freaks know it don't you man kenneth knows what i'm doing okay uh, you know what xander these south philly freaks and these east coast people man they're just no bullshitting them uh oh here comes a list that means jalen sucks <laughs> okay <laughs> okay here we go remember something this list leads somewhere and it always goes back to the quarterback oh Child, I don't have enough time for that. <laughs> I, I, or I would. Hey, see? Oh, I can't say it. I can't say it because that's I've been told not to say that part of it, so I can't. Um, yeah, I can't say that part. So the only thing I can talk about is, is Tuesday the 5th. Yeah, I'll be on CBS. So Sean McManus, the chairman of CBS, found out. And he goes like this. So you mean I'm going to be on my vacation watching that network and your big mug's going to be on it? And I go, yeah. <laughs> and he goes, this is incredible. You know, Sean's been on our network a couple times, right, Xander? Chairman of CBS has been on a couple times, I think twice. And we're childhood friends. We've known each other 40 years. 40 years and... um you know, you know, hey, do, do you know why we're friends 40 years? I've never asked him for a job. That's why we're friends. And so I've never even asked him to be part of anything. But we've been friends for so long. Do you know who his father is? Does anybody know who his father is? I don't think you guys know this story. Before I get into my coaches, don't forget Lord Brunson, bottom of the hour. Oh, and confirm Herschel Walker tomorrow at 3.30. Do you guys know who um, Sean McManus, the chairman of CBS's father is? Do you guys know who he is? Top 10 assistant coaches in the NFL. Well, don't worry. Hey, one above all, you wouldn't have one guy on that list. <laughs> okay, you wouldn't have to worry about that list. We're not going to do a list where the Eagles don't have anybody on it. Yo, big sales, when it comes to calls made in the field, do you think the referee should be in the booth with the commentators, should be part of the decision-making of the penalties? Well, don't they got a guy like that in the booth already? Dave McManus. Jesus. All right. Do you guys know who Jim McKay is? Or is this guy too old? Is that name too old, Jim McKay? Do you remember spanning the globe to bring you a constant variety of sports? ABC's Wide World of Sports, anybody? You guys, you don't, you don't know who Jim McKay is. Wow. Seth goes, I have no idea. That shows me right there that I'm old. Okay. That shows me right there to you guys, man. Wow, man. You guys have no idea who Jim McKay is. That's crazy unbelievable. Jim McKay is one of the greatest broadcasters in the history of sports broadcasting and the agony of defeat. 
did the Olympic Games forever. Plus, the standard and the gold standard of sports broadcasting was ABC's Wide World of Sports. And you know McKay never called the Super Bowl. He never called a World Series. He never called, like, Wimbledon or any of that stuff. Okay? Michael. So get this. So when I was a young kid living in Stanford, um, Sean went to Fairfield Prep. I went to Catholic High. And we would have a Thanksgiving Day game every year against Fairfield Prep. And he was like um, on that team. I was on Catholic High. And we went back and forth. We became friends. And then before you know it, we became friends. I started getting recruited for Maryland by this guy by the name of Doc Santanella. I was being recruited for Maryland since I was a sophomore in high school. And Sean, him. So finally, one day, this guy is recruiting. He's a booster, gigantic booster. Okay? He takes me on the boat. Listen to this in this stocked lake. Sean McManus would become the chairman who is the chairman today of CBS Sports. Puts on the Masters, the Olympics, all of that. Back in the day, and plus the Super Bowl. Doc Santanella, a big-time booster for Maryland Terrapin football. And Jim McKay. And there's me in a boat. We're bass fishing. We must have did this. My aunt knows the story. We must have done this. I don't know. We must have done this a hundred times. And I would go like this. Jim, where were you? He goes, I was in Lillehammer last week. We were doing a, um, a special on barrel jumping. And I'm going like this. What? And yeah, he goes, or I'd be in Russia somewhere. It was crazy. And he would come to my football games with Doc and watch me play. And everybody would sit there at Catholic High going, there's Jim McKay. Yeah, he'd come in here to watch Cilio play. I knew Jim McKay since I was 17 years old. I knew Sean since I was 17. We've known each other, oh, God, forever. And, wait, hey, one, one, one last thing to close this up. This is the saddest story of all time. So once I got done playing, guys, so once I got done playing, I called up, I called up Jim McKay. And I said, Jim McKay got me into broadcasting. I'm in broadcasting because of Jim McKay. And so I called Jim McKay up and I said, Robustelli, hook me up with Jim McKay and all that. You know, here's his office number because he had done some stuff. I, of course, I knew Jim, but I didn't have his office number. So he goes, do me a favor. I want you to call Rune Arledge. So I call Rune Arledge. He goes, so what do you want to do? I said, I'd like to do college football sideline. And he went, come up and see me. I'm sitting in a room in the office of Rune Arledge. Jim McKay's there. Sean McManus is there. And Dak O'Hara was there. Hey, what up, William? I'm sitting in this room. So he goes like this. So Jack O'Hara goes, listen, I'm going to the French Open. And when I get back, we'll work on it. Guess what happened? I never talk about this story. You know that TWA Flight 800? Jack O'Hara 
and his wife and his three kids were on that plane that exploded outside of New York. And I was like, I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. I got a call from the people at ABC because I had a, I had a scheduled meeting and I hadn't heard he was on that plane yet. And I had called and I said, are we still on with that meeting? His secretary calls me in tears and goes like this. Jack was on that TW flight 800. I went, the one that blew up? He goes, yeah. He goes, with his entire family. I never called back to ABC after that because I thought it was in poor taste. I never called back. They called me. I just thought it was in poor taste. And, and Jim McKay was like, did you ever call him back? I go, no, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it, man. I couldn't call. Hey, since Jack's not around, you know, who, who's the next guy in charge? And I was like, and Jim Lampley called me. And you know what? We should get Jim Lampley on. He's a dear friend of mine. Lampley goes, you should have called, man, because everyone liked you up there. And I was like, nah, man, I felt it was just a little too. Hey, Seth, would you have called? Like, you know, because I, I, I didn't know he was on the flight. I had no idea. I knew he was going to the French Open because he had told me. I was in his office with Rune Arledge. And Rune goes, I like the kid. So I'm like, great. I'm going to get a job. I'm going to be a sideline guy calling ABC Sports college football games. I would have got in that way. And I just never called back. Seth, isn't that crazy? What a story, man. I mean, yeah. The people I've been in the room with, you'd be stunned. Rune Arledge? I'm there talking to Rune Arledge, right? I think Rune was head of the uh, news department at that time. I think he had gone over from sports to news. And he ran the news division, um, yeah, with Peter Jennings. I think him and, um, and Rune did it together. Hey, Seth, I know it was an opportunity of a lifetime, man, but I just was like, I couldn't call. I just, I couldn't do it, man. Gambo, it surely seems that way, right, man? Oh, my God. They say our biggest... And greatest dreams and our worst fears are never realized today. Worst fears. Oh, my God, Ronald. Way to quote Munich. You know, when I was a little kid, that was the first time I had seen human tragedy in sports. I was a little kid watching the Olympics. Just a little kid. And remember back then, ABC aired them in the middle of the night. They didn't have where they canned it like they do now NBC. And I think you lose a little bit of that. You know, that action that's actually live. And I don't really like today's Olympics, how it's presented to us. ABC did it live. And when those um, Jewish athletes were murdered and the way they were murdered, and it's one of the greatest moments of all time in broadcasting, how McKay brought that to the world. Truly one of the most incredible moments of all time. I mean, I just, I just couldn't, yeah. Uh, Jim McKay says, you see that KD is requesting a trade. He's leaving Brooklyn. Why wouldn't you want you? Hey, hey, Gambo. Don't think that that won't be Joel Embiid one day. If they don't get their shit together in Philly, 
Okay? Hey, by the way, dear God, now that there's a request of a trade, please do everything in your power to send Maxi to Brooklyn for Kevin Durant and whatever draft choices you want in the future so that we can have him play next to Joel Embiid. Could you imagine KD and Joel Embiid and James Harden on the same freaking team? Amen. Hey, if I were Daryl Morey, I would do everything. I, I would give you, I, I'd give you Maxi for that. Hey, you want Maxi? Guy's an up-and-coming star. Oh, that's okay. I'll take KD. Okay? Hey, hey. Uh, hey, rip that thing up. I'll just take KD. Seth's like, Katie ain't going anywhere. I think he leaves a lot of money on the table if he bails. Yeah, I think he does, man. I think he puts a lot of money on the table if he ends up bailing on that. Yeah. Yeah, James Harden, man. James Harden, get his ass back in shape again, too, because you have KD and Joel Embiid. Dude, I wouldn't want to be the guy holding the bag at the end and letting the paint dry. Hey, who let the paint dry? James Harden. Dude, you have James Harden, KD, and Joel Embiid on your team. You better win some ball games, and you better threaten in the East. King of content. Yes, sir. He's got – hey, Gambo, he's got four years left on his deal. You know what's funny about that, Gambo? I've never seen contracts like I do in the NBA where guys bitch and cry their way out of ball places and go to other places because they cry their way out of them. It's the only league that you can cry yourself out of something. The NFL's starting to get like that. Tyreek Hill cried about Kansas City. Stephon Diggs cried about Minnesota. Devontae Adams, he was a free agent, kind of. So, I mean, that didn't really work there. He's not, hey, he's not bailing on that money. I, I, I get you. I, get, I, I don't think he is either, Chris. I don't think he is either. Man, I, you know, I just looked down here again. Carson Wentz is a leader. Carson Wentz is a leader. Man, Terry McLaurin. Guy's a leader. I'm, I'm stunned when I'm reading this. What up, Carlos? That's the facts. The collective bargaining going into being rough for the players. Oh, I think it is too going to be rough for the players. Absolutely, man. Hey, Maniac says that Terry McLaurin of the Commanders is full of shit. Wentz is opposite of a leader. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Don't you think a guy can change his stripes? Don't you think a guy can improve his <laughs> You're saying Jalen's going to improve. Why can't Wentz? Leader BS. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Why, why can't he get better? I think Carson Wentz is going to have a great year. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, my goodness, man. I think he's going to have a fantastic year. 
All right. I want you, Hey, I want everybody to button up here, man, because we got Lord Brunson with us now. LB big seal, big seal. What up? I'll tell you, man, what's happening now is there's like an (laughs) army of Jalen hurts guys out there. Now we're (laughs) everywhere. Lord Brunson LB, man. I mean, here, let's start it out here. Do you think that Jalen hurts is a $40 million a year? guy? See, this is the thing with that though. So, that's just the rate. It don't matter what we think. That's the going rate for a quarterback, you know, when it's time for him to get paid. I, I mean, everybody's going to get that number. So that's kind of a, um, you know, kind of a hard question for me. But I think so. If that's the price for a quarterback, it's like a bag of chips used to be twenty five dollars. Now they're like fifty five cents. It's, it's like one of those things. Same bag of chips. But, you know, inflation and how, how the world works. So is it a forty million dollar quarterback? Yeah, I think so. Here, here, here's why I, I can't go there with that number. I'm, if I'm going to pay a guy $40 million and that's the going rate, that's the going rate for elite guys. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen, um, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, guys like that. He's not that. Why would I pay less money for a guy who doesn't remotely look like that or play like that or win like that. Why would I give that money? Because it's the going rate. LB, if that's the going rate, mm-hmm. and I have to look and compare him to those guys, because you just said that's the going rate. Mm-hmm. Well, he's not in that room, though. He, You're right. Why would I give a guy $40 million, the same salary as Justin Herbert, when he does nothing what Justin Herbert does? You're right. I agree. So so think so think about this scenario, Sil. So, Say we're still on the fence after this season. He's he's got he's improved, but we still don't we want to see it more. Are we going to franchise tag him? Because we can't change that number. You know what I mean? That's still going to be around 38 to 40 million dollars. I think what's going to end up happening is that if he doesn't just blow you away and, and turn into Burrow or Herbert over, overnight, that he'll take more of a team friendly deal. I think he'll stick around for 35, 33, you know what I mean? For a number of years. I think that'll happen. And then he'll be able to, you know, restructure that deal later on down the line. I think that's the best case scenario. But you're right. 40 out the gate? Nah, not right now. I I, 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 can, I can honestly see a $30 million deal being mm-hmm. negotiated for him on a shorter deal, like a three-year deal, you know, yeah. LB? Somewhere in that conversation there. Okay. Well, then here, let Let's play some fun games here now. Who do you think has more passing yards and has a better statistical year this coming season, Carson Wentz or Jalen Hurts? Um, that's a, I, I'm, I'm going to say Carson Wentz. Um, I'm going to say Carson Wentz will have more passing yards, but Jalen Hurts will have a better statistical year. And more wins? Yeah, absolutely. He's going to have more wins. Miles Sanders, does he have 1,000 yards this year? He need it. I mean, with the way that he's talking, he's saying he feel like he on the all-star team. <laughs> he absolutely needs it. But um, I think he cracks a thousand this year. I think it's some motivation there. I think he's starting to feel slighted. You know, I, I think I, it's the thing with Miles Sanders is really, really interesting to me because he's like in a lose-lose situation. If he outperforms, you know, what he did last year, then we might not pay him. If he underperforms, then we just might let him go. So I think he'll crack a thousand. If he does crack a thousand... Do you think the Eagles come to him and offer him a contract extension? No. I don't think Miles Sanders sticks around even if he cracks a 1,000. I mean, you got you got Kenneth Gainwell who showed so much in his rookie year with very limited snaps. I mean, one could argue that Boston Scott is just as important as Miles Sanders in his running back room. You know, Miles Sanders didn't even have a rushing touchdown last year. 
You know, Boston Scott and Kenneth Gainwell were, were absolute weapons at times to the Philadelphia Eagles when we needed Miles Sanders to be that. But in Miles Sanders' defense, we didn't use him at all the first seven weeks. So we'll see. LB, I would love to see the Eagles have a running back like a Brian Westbrook that mm -hmm. is so great catching the ball and can run in between the tackles. And you can utilize and help Jalen in the screen game because that football team's issue last year was the fact that their screen game was non-existent. Mm -hmm. And you've got to get a guy that's back there that's really – do you know the one thing that the New England Patriots always had, LB, was that they had multi – multi-talented running backs that could run the ball and also that could catch the ball. And I don't really think the Eagles have that kind of dynamic player. If you're going to have a quarterback that struggles in accuracy, your screen game's got to be better. I think he's there. I think he's actually on the roster. I think it's Kenneth Gainwell. Uh, at Memphis, Kenneth Gainwell actually lined up at the wide receiver position. I think the real problem with the Philadelphia Eagles is that they don't know how to utilize the talent on a football field at times. Kenneth Gainwell should have been lined up in a slot to make this offense way more dynamic than what it was last year, especially with Jalen Rager being one of your most important wide receivers. I mean, as far as, you know, getting minutes on the field go. So I think that guy is on the field. It's just a matter of the Philadelphia Eagles recognizing that, you know, Miles Sanders might need to reel back on the touches and we got to, we got to give Gainwell some of that. Do you think that they have 2000 yard wide receivers? Oh, man. Really, it's going to be really close. It's it's so doable. It, I'm telling you, it's so doable, but it's going to be really, really yeah, I close. I think Goddard's going to get 1,000, and mm -hmm. I think one of those dudes is going to get 1,000, Smith or Brown. Yeah, yeah, I, I can really see I can really see that happen. Goddard is probably going to end up leading the team in receiving yards because everybody's going to be so focused on the outside play of, you know, A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. But I'm perfectly fine if Goddard, if Goddard gets me 1050 and and Devontae Smith gets me 850 and AJ Brown gets me 900. I'm perfectly fine with that. Does Jalen throw for 4,000 yards? I think at the end of this season, Jalen Hurts ends up being, you know, um, the record holder for most passing yards in the season for Philadelphia Eagles. It, it, I say that. I say you're that. 4,100 yards he's going for. Yeah. It's, it's not. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hard to do, Sue. I think that, you know, that's that's average, really, when you think about today's NFL, especially with, you know, the uh, the weapons that he just got. Do you think this defense goes from being one of the worst sack defenses in the National Football League to being a top 10 pass rushing team? You know, two years ago, they had 55. I didn't realize that. Mm -hmm. And then that number went down to 29. Right. So the ability, I think, is there. Maybe the scheme kind of got in the way. A year ago, mm -hmm. do you see this team with the talent that they've added back in the top 10 in sacks? I think so, man. You know, last year we were second to last in sacks. Uh, what was one of the main reasons why, in my opinion, it was Brandon Graham not being there. Brandon Graham means way more to this team than a lot of people, you know, realize. You know, 
a guy don't have to get you 14 sacks, 19 sacks, and all that crazy stuff to show his presence. Like Brandon Graham was a pressure machine. Now you got Brandon Graham back. When Brandon Graham needs a breather or, or and vice versa, Hassan Reddick is going to be coming off the edge. So this team absolutely has no excuse for not being in the top five in sacks, in my opinion. Okay, I got one last one here for you. Who wins the Doug Bowl in week four? <laughs> Okay, Trevor Lawrence and Doug Peterson versus Jalen Hurts and Nick Sirianni. Who you got? I got Nick. I got Nick, man. I just think our roster's better. Do you think Nick's going to outcoach Doug? I don't think Nick is going to outcoach him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a hey, Sil, man. You should have texted me that one, Sil, before you asked me that one. Because you know I love Doug. I don't think Nick is going to outcoach him. I think Nick just got more talent. And I, and I think the Eagles will edge that game. <laughs> hey, if there's ever an office open in City Hall in Philly, you should run for mayor. <laughs> that, 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 that was a real political answer. <laughs> LB, man, it's always great catching up with you. By the way, find a time for me. I don't yeah. do it for very many people. Uh-huh. You know I'll do it for you, man. I'll get I, got, I, I, I got you, man. We're going to work something out um, next week. We'll next work something week, out after man, the fourth. You find a time, we'll do it, brother. Hey, can't be Monday or Tuesday, but somewhere down the line. Oh, absolutely. We'll absolutely. I got you, Sil. You got it, man. That's my boy, LB, man. I love this kid, man. That's really good, and he's good at what he does, too. Make sure you check out his show as well. You see that, man? Do, do I mislead people, or do I lead folks here a little bit? Big Sil's here from Morgan & Morgan, where the fee is free. Hey, look, if you're hurt or injured on the job, one of the things that you have to do is make sure that you find your family the right attorney and Morgan & Morgan is that law firm. For the People is not a slogan. This is who they are. With over 800 attorneys and offices in Philly, New York, and in Florida, they will be there to do battle for you. Call them at 800-512-1600. That is 800-512-1600. The call is free. The consultation is free. They're open 24-7. 800-512-1600. And when you call Morgan & Morgan, tell them Dan Cilio sent you. After a car crash, the big insurance companies you see advertising on TV, they may try to downplay your case and might say it's only a fender bender or it's just a herniated disc. I worry that some law firms fall for this BS. Not us. We put ourselves in your shoes and ask, what would it be like to be in your pain for the rest of our lives? A million dollars wouldn't be enough for me. There's only one Morgan & Morgan. For the people.com. with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community, a sports roundup for the locals, and the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. All right, did you know I was the Mommy Slam Dunk champion? Really? <laughs> yes, really don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready. All right, here we go. Let's hear the crowd. So go to right, I go to left, fake them out. Mama, go up, up, up. <laughs> 
she did it. Again? You can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh-huh. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Yeah, John Meyer, please. Hey, hey, John, how you doing? Listen, hey, man, I heard some great things about Kayvon Thibodeau. Yeah, no, I heard he's kicking ass. Strahan told me the other night that. Yeah, no, I heard. Hey, listen, that meeting um, with your scouts, Brian Dable with TVD, it's on. Mario texted me today. He's in the um, rainforest, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Yes, just make sure you keep it between us. Right. <laughs> yeah. This, yes, this is the studio. Very few people have the studio line. This is my studio for the, yeah, to get me directly when I'm on. Nobody knows. All right. Okay. Oh, okay. Thank you. Hey, John. Thank you very much, man. But there we go. I had to, sorry. Had to do a little business. <laughs> so people are like landline. Yeah, hey, dude. I still have an AOL account. What the hell's wrong with you? It's a private line to all my GMs and all the people. They very few folks have that number. Stirring shit up again, GT. All of you guys have a $40 million a year guy now. I got to find TVD a job. I want to make sure he lands in the right spot. People in Philly don't want him. So it's either the Giants, um, Carolina, New Orleans. Mickey Lewis breaks my stones every day. Okay. General manager of the Saints. Sills, help me out here. See? By the way, I did. I got it. 
Hey, just so you know, I'm doing that Rome show next week. Mario Cristobal's coming on. So, because you know what we're going to do, I'm going to promote the program to try to get people who want to go to Miami. So you can listen to Mario talk about TVD, guy you don't want. When did the Eagles schedule the meeting with Tyler? Well, it's been canceled now. And I know the people at the Novacare Center are upset with me because they want to still talk, but I said, no, the fans have spoken. Uh, week seven, <laughs> the bye week when you're three and three. I can't stand when you politic. <laughs> you're good at, I'm vote for TVD. No, no. In Philly, it's tank for TVD. I do have a Yahoo one too, but I like my AOL one more. You got to get over Jalen. Huge contract he is going to get. Congratulations, you sign him. You can have him. Okay, you can have him. I'm not paying a guy like that. I don't. I disagree with LB. I am not paying that guy fifty million or forty million dollars. Never on the planet. Don't say that, Sills. <laughs> I would never do that. Told you, Gainwell could be an asset. For Jalen. Jalen, he was terrible in the screen game last year. Still, 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 still uses Netscape. No, in MySpace? No, the the Packers use that. When you're driving in a Chevy and you're feeling something heavy. <laughs> uh, I drive a Hummer, bro. You can take that any way you want. Sills, do you watch highlights on VCRs? No, I just, what I do is I watch my boy TVD drop it back in a giant uniform. Pow. Pow. That's a true story, though, about Tavon Thibodeau. That Tavon Thibodeau kid is supposed to be looking really good. Now, again, helmets and shorts, what are we talking about here, right? What are we talking about, right? Philly, the home to TVD. Seals Homer, like $200. No, 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 no. The beautiful thing about what I do is that I do my job from my house. And if I don't have to start the Hummer up at all for the week and I drive it once a week, I'm okay with that. You see, we own the car, so it's not really killing me. Okay. It's not really killing me. Top of the hour, we'll do the coach thing. Top 32 coaches in the NFL. Of course you have a Homer. <laughs> yeah. well, now, 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 wait a minute, Josh. I find that to be a shot at me for some reason, and I take offense to it. What, what, what are you implying there? I will say we got one of those. Suits you well. I don't know what that means either. I think that's a shot again at me. Looks like Fred Flintstone. Oh, it's got a lot of room in it. Plus, I like Hummers. How you doing? Oh, good, Josh. I'm kidding. Seals Hummer eats Hummers. And <laughs> oh, God. Dude, I told you this, man. I'd rather have a rickshaw. It's terrible on gas. It totally is terrible. Oh, I got an update 
on the Deshaun Watson story, listen to this. Listen to what's going on this week. Here's the latest. Okay. Okay, check this out. The Players Association and the league and the Texans and the Browns all agreed that him sitting out the 2021 season has to count for something. I haven't found out what they put as a value on that. They compared it to this, like a paid leave. You know how a guy under suspension, you know when a cop does something and they put him on a paid leave until the investigation's over? That's what the Players Association is saying that the 2021 season should count. So it should count for something. He was never on the commissioner's exempt list. He was never officially suspended. However, all the sides, not just Watson's folks, are saying the 2021 season has to count. He was healthy. He was active. He was, in theory, on paid leave. Now, look, he was standing on the sideline. Uh, Some of those games he wasn't. Okay? So they're saying that some of that has to count towards his suspension. Joseph says he chose to sit out. Well, it was, okay. Well, he chose to do, and so did the Texans. The the Texans chose too, because they paid him. And he was active. And he got credited in NFL season without even picking up the football. He was active the whole year. The Texans also chose. Why did they cart his ass out? They were paying him. He was active. They also agreed. So if a club agrees to that same thing that the player agreed to, it's almost a paid leave that both parties agreed to. That's what they're kind of going through right now. Look, I'm not suggesting to you that he's not going to get suspended. But I don't think it's what people think. I don't think it's going to be a full year. I think it's going to be eight games reduced to six. And they're going to sell to the public that he was out the entire 2021 season. It has to count for something. Because you know why? When you said it earlier, he chose to sit out. Well, the NFL and the Texans chose to pay him. Chose to have him active. Chose not to suspend him. They didn't do anything until the investigation was settled. Paid leave. It's got to mean something. Joseph, I think they're going to go 10, reduced to 8 to 6. Alex. The creep meter's high on this guy. Just, I mean, look. <laughs> I'm not talking about all that stuff that, you know, adult and 
the massage he's the creep meter's high i don't i don't know he it, it is i disagree suspension is different than paid but, but the texans put him on that too the texans agreed to it dude the texans are accountable here either they agreed with not pl- not paying or playing him because they paid him. Why didn't they play him then? That's kind of some of the stuff they're going through. What's the proper punishment using the fact that the league, the commissioner's office, the Texans, and Watson all agreed he shouldn't play? Well, shit. You can't come back a year later and go, well, that didn't count. The conversation that we had, that doesn't count. You, For them to pay you, have you on an active roster, then trade you. Then trade draft choices for you. The Browns, the league had to be in cahoots with this. They had to go down the entire way, and they had to go down this road with Watson the Texans, and the Browns. They had to be clued in on all of this. What do you think the league was just sitting there going, well, the guy's guilty. This guy here at 24. Well, dude, that's not how this whole thing played out. Alex, I don't know what innocent is. I, I, I Listen, in the NFL, if you don't know this by now, it doesn't matter if you're innocent. If you're guilty in the eyes of the NFL, you're going to pay the price. The only thing Watson has won here is the fact he's won his freedom. You haven't won the right to play in the league because the league has its own judicial system. Truth and justice and the American way don't reside in decisions like this in the front office on Park Avenue. It's what's in the best interest of the shield. People will go, are you, are you supporting Deshaun? No, I'm laying out the way I see it. And by the way, I keep getting asked this question. I support due process. I think in this country, you have every right to be David Duke as you do to be Joe Biden. And people's rights, whether they're scum or whether they're heroes, should all be protected. Because one day that may be on you where you're falsely accused of something. If you don't have the right to do what you want in this country, we've lost it. Can't have that discussion today, though. People want to pack courts and they don't like things, so they want to come up with different avenues on how to get around decision-making. You know, whether or not you believe elections are fair or not, hey, scoreboard is how I look at shit. Now I look at life. Eight games, GT probably in there, six to eight. And yeah, by the way, I never say this to you, okay? The NFL is not racist. The NFL doesn't care what color you are. The NFL cares how much money you can generate at the cash register for them. The NFL sees one color, green. What's ever in the best interest of the teams and of the league. That's where they go. Highest paid players in the NFL today are all black. It's got nothing to do with it any longer. It did. Kaepernick's bad for the NFL. 
That's why he's not playing. Hell, in some aspects, Tim Tebow's bad for the NFL. That's why he's not playing. There, there's, there's awful quarterbacks that play in the NFL. That guy couldn't get a job. Seriously. Dank, really? No question he is. No question. Okay? It's crazy when people, look, <laughs> you got every right to be a low life and a highlight in this country. Okay? Only you don't hurt people. When you start hurting people, that's when the game changes. When you start have criminal charges filed against you, that's when things change. The National Football League sees it one way. Those owners are sharks. You think those owners are truly racist? They may talk with a racial slant, but they're about what's best for the team. League, making money. But so, yeah, so get this. You really think an NFL owner says this? Hey, I'd rather pay the white guy the $40 million than pay Jalen. The guy would go, he's not as good. I'd rather pay Daniel Jones on the Eagles than Jalen the 40. There's not a guy in the planet in that front office that would go, you can't do that. Daniel Jones sucks. Oh, you're right. You think owners are going to throw money after horrible decisions? It's hard enough to get that position right. You, it, it always kills me when you, when you hear people go on social media and accuse the owners of being racist. Like That's like going exactly what I just said. Yeah, man, I'd rather pay Daniel Jones than, than Jalen Hurts. Who in their right mind would think that a team would do that? Who in their right mind would think that? Daniel Jones is underrated. Daniel Jones sucks. How many black commissioners? Um, hey, so how about this? The National Basketball Association, those players are business partners with them. When you sign a guy to a $300 million guaranteed contract, and you pay a guy over a quarter of a billion dollars, he ain't just a player any longer, Chris. He sits at the board of the board of directors table. Because if a coach comes to you and starts talking shit to you, you know what you can say with a guaranteed contract of over $250 million? F you, guy. I have F you money. I don't have to listen to you. I don't have to listen to you. I don't give a shit who you are. And I could tell Adam Silver that too. I'm guaranteed $250 million from Joe Psy in Brooklyn. I could turn to you and go like this, F you. Give me my money. Is Danny getting $40 million? That wasn't my point as usual. Okay. So Deshaun Watson, this is... This has been the weirdest case I've ever seen. It's just been weird. Been totally weird. I love those. I love those topics, by the way, that we hit on yesterday and with LB just a couple minutes ago. Jalen gets 34. 
Would you pay Jalen Hurts $34 million? And by the way, I keep hearing people say the going rate. I heard Rob on Sports Take say, and, 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 and hey, everyone's got their opinion. You know what I heard Rob say? You can't compare him to Justin Herbert. Why? If you're going to pay that guy the same money Justin Herbert makes, why wouldn't I? He's nowhere in Justin Herbert's league, but you want to pay him that? Forget it. I want my, if I'm paying $40 million a year, I want him to look like Justin Herbert or at least have Justin Herbert's skill set. You know what? I'll tell you something. Maybe that's what's going on in Baltimore right now with Lamar Jackson, that they're having a hard time paying that style of football. Could that be? Hey, by the way, that's a great. How much money do you think the Ravens should pay Lamar Jackson? How much money do you think you should pay Lamar Jackson? How much should the Baltimore Ravens pay him? How much should they pay him? Shit, he's won 80% of his games. He's a unanimous MVP. He, he led the NFL in passing touchdowns. He gained 1,100 yards rushing in that same year. How much would you pay him? Seth, he's won a shitload of games. That guy's won 80% of his starts. Donald, $20 million? You'd pay him more? Or you'd pay your tight end more than Lamar Jackson, who was a consensus MVP? Yale says $35 million. So, AGT, hey, you'd give him the Deshaun deal. Two thirty guaranteed? Ronald, I think they're having that debate that the Eagles are going to have. Because you know what? It's kind of funny. Maybe what Rob said is right. Because watch this. Lamar Jackson doesn't resemble those drop-back quarterbacks. He does a little bit Josh Allen. Josh Allen got a shitload of money. That's probably what they're debating in Baltimore. Do you think that style wins? $34 million for Lamar? Boy, I think that. Why do I go like that? That's low. Boy, to me, I think you got to start at $45 million a year for him. My problem with Lamar is I don't want to give Lamar a five-year contract. And I'm guessing they want a contract that kind of resembles Dak Prescott's contract. Because remember something. Deshaun Watson is making $46.7 million this year. His money's fully guaranteed. He's making 46.7. So, would you pay Lamar or Jalen the same same money Lamar Jack? You think Jalen Hurts is in the same class as Lamar Jackson? I do not. I think Jalen's a cheap man's version of Lamar Jackson. He's not near as accurate. This guy actually led the NFL in passing TDs. Do you ever see that happening with Jalen? 
And by the way, I don't even remember who was on that Ravens team when he did that. Edwards and Hollywood Brown? Got to be debating that. Xander goes, I personally think Lamar is light years ahead of Hurts on every level. That's why I said he's a cheap man's version of Lamar Jackson. He's he's not Lamar 2.0. I mean, Lamar is a specimen. This and he's he and he gets hurt still. Last two years have been a prime example of that. Lamar, hey, Lamar Jackson can play, man. I can't tell you how many times Xander and I were both doing this every Monday. That guy's something else. All right, hour three. We're going to do our coaches, top 32 NFL coaches. Where's your boy sit? I want to take a look at those stats with Lamar Jackson here, too, when we come back out of the timeout. Guys, do me a favor. Please hit the like button. Hour three coming up next. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community, a sports roundup for the locals, and the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. All right, did you know I was the Mommy Slam Dunk champion? Really? <laughs> yes, really don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready. All right, here we go. Let's hear the crowd. So go to right, go to left. Fake them out. Mama, go up, up, up. She did it. Again? You can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh huh. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. 
Go for the hit. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Hour three, National Football Show. Please hit the like button. Lamar Jackson stats. Let's take a look at this here. He's 37 and 12. As a starting quarterback in the NFL. This guy's won 37 of 49 ball games. He led the NFL in touchdowns in 2019 with 36. Nine picks. Eighty-three QB rating. Is that the year he had eleven hundred yards rushing too? Excuse me, I was wrong. He had twelve oh six. Seven yards of carry. Holy cow. He's had a thousand yard season twice in his career in four years. This guy's got thirty six seventy three. And yards rushing. And. He's got 10,000 passing yards. He's got 3,000 yards, over 3,000 yards rushing and over 10,000 yards passing. What would you give that guy as a salary? I'll ask you again. And this is going to go back to Jalen and how much you're going to really pay that guy. If you're struggling in Baltimore on paying that, what do you possibly think? He's the best example of Jalen's style of play. And he's nowhere in the conversation of Lamar Jackson. And he'll never be as good as Lamar. Lamar Jackson has 36.73 in rushing and 10,000 passing yards. That is unbelievable. Those are unbelievable numbers. And you're freaking struggling. You're freaking struggling on paying him. That's insane. He's got 84 touchdowns in four years. And every year that he played, except for last year, was single-digit interception numbers. What are you paying your guy again? What are you going to pay Jalen? $40 million And you got a problem paying that guy 40 Jeez, oh, man. Hey, at least if I'm going to pay 40 I'm paying for that. 10,000 passing yards, 3,000 rushing yards, an MVP unanimously, and I've won 37 of 49 games. Now we're talking about production. 
winning, iconic numbers, that's a freak show. Donald is the guy that wouldn't pay Dan Marino. He only went to one, so you're probably not paying Marino then too, right? Or Fouts. Or Warren Moon. You're not paying them guys either, right? Because they didn't get to a Super Bowl. Yeah. Donald doesn't want Warren Moon. Wait a minute, Chris. You count those rushing yards for Jalen. Try doing 13,000 over four years in total offense. Try that number. Sounds a little better than when you're up near 14,000 over four. Okay? (laughs) That's a good call. Dude, take take his rushing yards away from him like you add to Jalen's? When has Jalen thrown the ball 60 times? He can't. Jalen Hurts throws the ball 60 times in a game. The Eagles will be 4-11-1. You think Jalen's going to – how many – hey, how many times do you think Hurts is going to throw the ball this year in a game? How many times do you think, that's a good question, actually. How many times do you think the new OC and the head coach are going to allow Jalen to throw the ball? How many times? 30? I actually like that, GT. Birdman, 30? 30 times. Okay. Okay. So over 10 games, we're talking about 300 attempts at another seven there. We're looking at like 475, somewhere in there. Is that number right? Want to be right. 475. Let me see. 510. So we're talking about like about 510 attempts. Okay. He's at 61% completion percentage now. So that's little over half. We're talking about 260. That we're talking about. That's just a number I'm throwing. 260. So in 260 attempts, you think he's throwing for 4,200 yards. I want to see that. When you throw for 4,200 yards, you got to throw the ball 600 times in a game like Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers did. Aaron Rodgers last year, his number, his, his, I don't think he threw for 4,000 yards last year. I don't think he threw for 4,000. 
Aaron Rodgers stats. I don't, I, I don't think he threw for 4,000 yards last year stat-wise. Let's see here. Here we go. Oh, he did, 41-15. He threw the ball 513 times and had 366 completions and had a 70% completion percentage. The year before that, he was 71. The dude in Philly is not going to get near that 70% completion percentage. <laughs> that ain't going to happen. Just needs to average 250 yards a game. Kenneth. So you're going to average 250 yards a game throwing the ball 30 times a game. You got to throw the ball like 531, 526, 569 to get into the fours. That's why you guys are misguided. You have to throw the ball 500. What, 567 divided by 17. That's 33-4 a game. Aaron Rodgers for 17 games throws the ball for 30. He throws the ball 33 times. So Jalen's going to throw the ball as many times as Aaron Rodgers is. Is that what you're saying? You're going to put the ball in the hands of a quarterback who's not accurate for 30 throws. Xander, is it me? People are not being realistic and understanding the game when it comes to how hard it is to be that guy in the game. I've been trying to tell you how great and how incredible the things that Tannehill and Kirk Cousins do. You look at him and you look at them and say they're shit or Jimmy G. Aaron Rodgers throws the ball 33 times a game, and you think he's going to throw the ball 30 times with less accuracy than Aaron Rodgers, the greatest accurate quarterback of all time. Well, I, I can't wait to see this. And why would you put your team in that position? You just proved you're a hater or hurts. How? Oh, I know. By laying stats out. Here. And in those four years, Lamar Jackson's got an MVP, led the NFL in passing, has won 78% of his games and rushed for almost 4,000 yards. Come on, guy. You're out of your mind if you're comparing him to Lamar Jackson. You're out of your mind. Okay? Yeah, but Yale. Now, the team has added more personnel, so I give you that. Okay, but here, but 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 wait a minute here. But wait a minute here. Chris goes. I don't give a shit about rushing. Remember, you better not hope that's the case with your guy because he can't do anything else. 
Lamar led the NFL in passing yards. Or excuse me, passing touchdowns. See, he can do two things. He's not just about running. See, okay, take Lamar's rushing away. Did lead the league in touchdowns. Does win a shitload of games. Beats teams with winning records. He's in his second year with Nick. Yeah, guess what? Joe Burrow was in a year and a half with Zach Taylor and went to a Super Bowl and was a quarter away from winning it. Okay. Let's do this. My top 32 NFL coaches. I love this list. Some of them may be a little unfair because of new jobs and shit organizations, okay? But here we go. 32. Lovey Smith. I hate to put him here because I love Lovey Smith. I think Lovey Smith is an outstanding coach. I think Lovey Smith is going to do wonders for the Houston Texans. I hate to put him in that position like that. But in my opinion, Lovey Smith, I think, is in the worst shape and the worst position that he possibly can be in. That's the Houston Texans. I think he's going to win there, but I don't think it's going to be enough to keep his gig there over two years. 31, I only put this guy, Matt Eberfluss, from Chicago down here because I've never heard of him. I have no idea who he is. Number 30, maybe a little unfair here because I think they're doing some good things. I got Dan Campbell, Detroit Lions. I actually think of all the coaches this year that could raise his stock and what they're doing. In Detroit, I think they got a pretty good O-line. I think it's the third best O-line actually in football, and they're starting to assemble some good pieces up there. Hard to recruit to Detroit. But I think Dan Campbell's here at 30. I act, I like Dan Campbell. Number 29, Arthur Smith. I have no idea what he's doing in Atlanta. I will say this, okay? I will say this that the kid pits that they got from Florida last year looks like the real deal. Xander, I didn't know he had 100 catches last year. Now, he did have Matt Ryan in the room, and he had Calvin Ridley on the outside. Calvin Ridley, I don't think – did he play last year? I don't remember if he played, or was that the other year that he took off because of COVID? But, I mean, he had 100 catches last year. So that's a nice piece, and they've added another wideout. Number 28, I think Robert Saley is a poor hire in New York with the Jets. He has not shown me anything. And to me, if you're going to save Zach Wilson, this guy's the next coach in New York to be fired. It was a poor fi- it was a poor hire from the beginning. It was a media hire. I thought he did a nice job as a defensive coordinator um, in San Francisco, but I thought this was a poor hire from the get-go. Number 27, Matt Rule. Panthers, this is a train wreck, too. 
you gave this guy a eight year contract to go into Carolina to coach that team. And he has done nothing with it. It has been another train wreck of an experience in Carolina. Guy's terrible, man. Matt Rule, one year at Baylor and a couple of years coaching as an assistant in New York with the Giants, got him that job. Talk about another misguided hire. Number 26, Dennis Allen. I actually like Dennis. Know him, too. He's a good coach. Head coach material, when he was the Raider head coach, it was an absolute disaster. Maybe the second time around, like Josh McDaniels, maybe it'll be a a better experience for him. But we'll see. I've got him down here. It is a good organization. As I told you, Mickey Loomis and the Benson family do a great job with that Saints organization. Speaking of Josh McDaniels, I got him at 25 with the Raiders. I want to see what he does because it was a complete disaster in Denver when he was there. He went back, won a couple more Super Bowls with Brady, did a nice job with Mac Jones last year. Okay, he did. And Derek Carr loves the kid. He absolutely loves him. Okay, so we'll see. But Josh McDaniels is here at 25 because... I don't know how he's going to handle with the main headsets. Number 24, Kevin O'Connell, Minnesota. Don't know. Barely heard of him. Nathaniel Hackett, Broncos. He's lucky he's got Russell Wilson in the room. He's lucky he's got Russell Wilson there. But I think this relationship of all the rookie quarterback, or excuse me, all the rookie coaches that are getting jobs, Nathaniel Hackett's probably going to benefit the same way Matt Rule, not Matt Rule, but uh, Matt LaFleur benefited in Green Bay having Aaron Rodgers there. 22, Brian Dable, Giants, did a great job with Josh Allen. Let's see what he does with the Giants. And by the way, I think they set him up for failure. You give him Daniel Jones. Talk about giving me a player that has no chance of doing anything in New York. And here's the problem with that hire. So he's going to go half the year and figure out that Daniel Jones isn't the guy, which means you shit the entire first year. Then you got to draft a guy. You're probably going to have a shitty second year as coach. And then in your third year, you're going to be on the hot seat and get fired. And you never know if you're a good coach or not because the quarterback situation there was unsettled. Damn shame. Because he's a good coach. Mike McDaniel? Don't know him. Don't know him. Have no idea. I got him there at 21 with the Dolphins. Todd Bowles, very unfair to put him down here. Probably he's got Tom Brady. That whole experience that he had in New York with the Jets is absolutely ridiculous, so I don't really know. However, one thing is really weird about the Buccaneers. How about this? I I mean, what's Bruce Arians' role? I heard something that he was out there coaching Brady and the offense and such. I was like, what exactly is his role? At 19, I got Ron Rivera, Commanders. By all intent purposes, I'm hearing great things in Washington. 
okay? And I like Ron Rivera. Ron's a successful coach. Players like him. We'll see what happens. I think that organization's a disaster. 18, Brandon Staley, Chargers. I think Brandon Staley's actually the guy holding the Chargers back. If I were Sean Payton, I'd want that job. Of all the jobs that you could potentially have next year, if you're Sean Payton, you want to coach Justin Herbert. I'm not taking a job if I'm Sean Payton, if I don't have one of them dudes. I'm not going to take a job like the Eagle job with Jalen Hurts as my quarterback. I'm going to take a job that's got Justin Herbert, Mike Williams, and Keenan Allen, and Eckler as my running back, and the defense getting loaded up on the other side. Number 17, Nick Sirianni, Philadelphia Eagles. We'll see how he develops his roster this year. We'll see if he gets better. One thing to sit here and bang on Jalen or anyone else on the team. Another thing, this guy right here also. I told you the three issues that I have with the Eagles going into the 2022 season, and they will not waver. Head coach, D.C., and quarterback. Nothing else to debate. The rest of it's filler. Okay? Number 16, Mike McCarthy owns a Super Bowl ring. Can you imagine having to work for Jerry Jones? That must be so stressful to be in that building. Every day it's stress. Because you've got a general manager slash owner over your shoulder telling you what to do instead of you being allowed what to do. Okay? Number 15, he's raised up the list from a year ago for me. Zach Taylor won the AFC last year. Changed the fortunes and the culture around. Zach Taylor is developing Joe Burrow. Whatever you want to say about Zach, Zach Taylor. Who? Zach Taylor is developing Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Mixon, the defensive side of the ball, and he's doing a hell of a job. Number 14. You guys think Cliff Kingsbury's on the hot seat? I mean... You have to remember what Arizona was prior to Kyler Murray and him showing up. It was kind of a shit show. And so he shows up there. Boy, I'll tell you what, though. His month of December is terrible. His record, every single year that he's been the head coach there, they have faded, man. They don't have a very good December record. There's another guy that may need to have another coach, but – Kingsbury's won. They're getting better. Thirteen former NFL coach of the year. I got Kevin Stefanski here. I think Stefanski's a good coach. Now he's being placed in an un- untenable position right now with this Deshaun Watson story. 
you know, that's got to be stress on that team waiting for what the word is, whether or not he's playing, whether he's not playing. That's got to have a lot of stress on it. Number 12, Frank Reich done a lot of winning in Indianapolis. Turns out he was the right coach instead of Josh McDaniels to take over Indianapolis after Andrew Luck. Remember something. Frank took that job after Andrew Luck decided to retire. And when Luck retired, Frank had to go win games with Jacoby Brissett. They made a trade with New England, got Brissett down there. They won games. There is your future head football coach, in my opinion. Jalen Hurts shits the bed. Sirianni does. Frank Reich will be your head coach in Philly. Number 11. Doug Peterson, baby. Jaggy Wires. Trevor Lawrence is in love with him. It's not a shock. The old Dougie, man. You know what he must be doing right now? Doug Peterson must be doing this. My phone is blowing up. People are all over it right now. They're all over me right now. It's okay if you see his number. I don't care. It's about time. Don't F it up. Because <laughs> I'm doing a Rome show. Look at that. Don't F it up. <laughs> it's about time. I don't know why people keep saying that. Don't F it up. Dougie. Dougie, baby. I don't know who I'm going to... Hey, man. Damn. Doug Peterson, week four. The Dougie Bowl. Home. The Dougie... Oh, my God. We have to come up with a ho- the Howie Bowl. The Howie Bowl. Wait a minute. We got... Look, and those games are back-to-back. Commander Wentz. In week three, and then the Dougie Bowl. Oh, man, the Dougie Bowl. Which one of those games are you looking more forward towards? The Wet, a Commander Wentz Bowl or the Dougie Bowl? Which one, baby? I think the Wentz game's going to mean more. Commander Wentz. Okay. Hey, I hey hey, I can't wait. Dougie Bowl. I like the Wentz game, man. It's which one for you, Xander? Dougie Bowl or the Wentz game? Who's gonna win that game? What a man. Hurts better not lose any of those games. Oh, my God, man. 27-10. Holy, hey, 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 hey. 
if he loses the Wentz game, the, oh my God. It, it, hey, if he loses the Wentz game, Xander thinks Doug wins in Philly. Oh my God. Oh my God. Let me let me finish this list. Here are now your top 10 NFL head football coaches. Mike Vrabel, 10. Titans. Love this guy. I think when Belichick retires, there's your next head football coach in New England. Number nine, Pete Carroll. Seahawks, maybe a little high here. Number eight, Kyle Shanahan, 49ers. Number seven, Matt LaFleur, won 39 ball games in the last three years as the Packer head coach. Number six, Sean McDermott. Didn't you guys have him as your DC at one time? Bills. Number five, Mike Tomlin. Pittsburgh Steelers. Number four, the most underrated coach in the NFL, John Harbaugh. Ravens. Number three, Bill Belichick, Patriots. It's almost blasphemy to put him there, isn't it? Number two, Andy Reid, Kansas City Chiefs. And the number one head coach in the NFL that I would want to have as my coach running my team, 36-year-old Sean McVay. This guy's 36, been to two Super Bowls, won one, has taken two different quarterbacks to the Super Bowl. One guy delivers for him. The other guy is now a bum in Detroit. Sean McVay's the best coach in the league right now. All that being said, he's got an owner in Stan Kroenke. That's put all that together for him. By the way, how about this for Stan Kroenke? Kroenke's the first owner in sports history to have a Stanley Cup and a Super Bowl trophy in the same season. How's that for you? That's spending the moolah. That's getting it done. Maybe a little high, Chris, because of the postseason we talked about the other day. Yeah, man. Hey, hang on here. the Dougie Bowl or the Wentz Bowl? How about this question? What game will get Howie more shit if he loses? Losing the Doug? Or losing the Wentz? Let's answer that question. Hit the like button. Keep it right here on the National Football Show.
Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community, a sports roundup for the locals, and the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. All right, did you know I was the Mommy Slam Dunk champion? Really? <laughs> yes, really don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready. All right, here we go. Let's hear the crowd. So go to right, go to left, fake them out. Mama, go up, up, up. She did it. Again. You can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh-huh. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. National Football Show. It's your boy, Big Sales. Please hit the like button. Thank you guys so much for coming aboard. Let's see here. Golf was the number one overall pick. So was Baker Mayfield. At least golf won an NFC title. Okay. Picking the quarterback position is the most impossible position to evaluate. You know why? Because people fall in love with the intangibles. You think Brady had any intangibles? People looked at Brady and went, eh. That's why he's got a lumber yard on his shoulder. Nobody believed in him. But what was the one thing Brady had over everybody else? He was a true quarterback. The guy understood. He was accurate. I don't know if you could teach accuracy. It's the hardest position. Joe Montana, third round. Kurt Warner, not even drafted. Tony Romo, not drafted. Think of some of the great quarterbacks. Dan Marino, 28th pick. Brett Favre, a second rounder. I believe Favre was a second rounder with the Falcons. Am I right? I don't think he was a first rounder. Um, hey, that's a great. Hey, let me take a look at that here. 
All-time passing yards, NFL. William goes, Romo wasn't great. He was good. He completely overachieved as a player. He wasn't drafted. And he's the Cowboys' all-time leading passer. This is pretty good, man. When you're talking Stallback and Aikman, Brady, late round. Was Drew Brees? Drew Brees wasn't a second. He, he wasn't a first-round pick. Manning was a number one overall. Favre was a second rounder. Roethlisberger first round. Rivers first round. Dan Marino first round. Matt Ryan first round. Eli Manning first round. Elway, Stafford. Morn Moon came from Canada. Palmer was. Vinny was number one overall. Flacco was a first rounder. Fouts was a first rounder. Kerry Collins was a first rounder. Montana third, United 17th round. Boomer Sison was a second rounder. Russell Wilson was a third rounder. Jim Kelly first rounder. Boy, it seems like most of these guys are high picks. But Jalen's going to change the whole thing in Philly. He's your guy. He's your guy. Ryan Leaf was the second pick. It's Jerry Judy talking about Russell Wilson, speaking of him. Listen to what he says about Russell Wilson. It, don't you notice something about the really, truly great quarterbacks? You never hear the coach saying anything about him. It's always the players talking about him. Like, Judy goes like this about Russell Wilson. Everything matters. The smallest detail. He's so meticulous on every single thing that he does. Everything matters. It's unbelievable from where we were, I'm paraphrasing here, to where we are today. He goes, everything matters. How we practice how we line up for drills. He, he, he puts an emphasis on everything. I want to give you a Tom Brady story. As you know, I'm pretty close with the people with the Bucks. Let me tell you what Brady does every year. He gets a Zoom call going with everyone on the team. And this is what he says to them. He goes like this. Hey, look. If you're not willing to sacrifice every single thing, including your family this year, this might not be the place for you. This might not be the place. You've got other engagements. You've got other things that you want to do. This won't be the place for you. We need guys that are going to go into this where nothing else matters, including family. Brady puts his family on ice during the season. Actually, when, when he has to study for a big game, they leave the house. That's a sacrifice. To put yourself front and center in front of your kids. You know, thinking about that today sounds asinine and lunatic. But that's what that guy's done. 
Aaron Rodgers doesn't do that. That's why he doesn't win as much. Winning's got to matter like that. We're nothing else. I'll tell you this. I'll give you a story about Jimmy Johnson and how coach, why I knew coach wouldn't coach more than 10 years. Because you can't run that high all the time. You just can't. And it's more about his failure. When he was getting killed in that Jacksonville game, the last playoff game of his coaching career, his face was drawn. He, he was red. You could see he was completely worn out. I looked over at my wife and I said, you will never see Jimmy Johnson ever coach again in the NFL. She's like, he'll take a couple of years off and come back. I went, no way. No way. That guy is driven too hard. He's too focused. His, one of his parents died. He didn't go to the funeral. I believe it was his his dad, I think. And his dad died. And we thought Jimmy was going to leave to go back to Port Arthur. And we came out to practice. There he was. And I went like this. What are you doing here? Because you guys need me. I'm like, coach, me and Jerome were sitting right. We go, coach. <laughs> he goes, no. I shook my head. I remember calling my grandfather and telling him, I go, he didn't go to his parents' funeral. He's like, wow. Household like mine, that matters. And I was like, he just goes, no, you need me. I was like, come on. And, and I even went like this. I go, come on, Jimmy, you can't do this, man. He looked at me and you could tell, man, he had tears in his I go, just come on. He goes, I'll fly out tonight. We all were sitting there going. Finally, we all went like this. I don't know if we're going to. Because it, it wasn't really. We didn't want to practice because we felt so bad for him. I'm like, man. I mean, you know, you know I, I tell you, I remember Jerome getting up and right in the middle of a scrimmage. We just He just went, oh, really, man? He looked over at Jimmy and he goes, I don't want to do this today. And I just sat there and I went, I'm with him. This is bullshit, coach. We're all here hurting for you, man. We're, we were. We were like, dude, you got to go home, man. You got to go home. His kids came, picked him up, took him down there, and he came back the next day, took an overnight flight, and he was there. But I think we played FSU or some shit. We were like, dude, get the fuck out of here. We were so mad. Yeah, Chris, we, we, we just, Jerome really was the guy. He stopped practicing. He stopped practicing. We were like, come on, man. I was like, I'm with you, Jerome. This is re Jimmy. That's the only day we probably got a chance to call him Jimmy. <laughs> this was back to coach the next day. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He oh god, Jerome Jerome loved him. You know what though, man? I always kind of held it against him a little bit though. Cause you know, I mean, you know, I just I don't know. I don't know. Hertz needs to live in the film room with the clicker tape in his hand. Two one five.
Great advice. If I was coaching Jalen Hurts, okay, he would be in my room every day talking situational football with me. We would be going over situational football. What are you doing on third and six? Where are we going with the ball? But see, even if he knows what to do with the ball, that doesn't necessarily mean he understands where to throw the ball. Okay? That doesn't mean he understands. Because I don't think he's got the skill set to do it. Hertz gets 3,600 yards. What do you think? I said 37. Stigma. Hey, Matt, I said, I, I say 37, 50, something like that. He's not going to throw for 4,000 yards. I don't care what anybody says. Football is more than just a sport. It's a lifestyle. It is a lifestyle. Kyle goes like this. After one year, dude, you come to these bad conclusions on Jalen. They're bad to you, dude. Watch this. After one year, I went like this about Justin Herbert. Guy's a stud. Josh Allen. Guy's a stud. Joe Burrow. Guy's a stud. I didn't need 70 games or 20 games to determine whether Joe Burrow was good or not. That's a bad conclusion. Dude, like I told you, when you see a great-looking house or a good-looking girl, you got to look at her 20 times? Or do you know when you see greatness? Jesus criminy, dude. It's like the shit that went on in Cleveland. You really think you needed 67 games to figure out who Baker Mayfield was? Or was it that you just didn't have a better option yet until you found it, you landed on Deshaun Watson's nightmare story? Come on, dog. Bad conclusion? What? Hey, you know what? What I'll do for you right here, my friend? I'll do something for you here. I'll give you my, what, what, what do you call it? My scouting report on Jalen Hurts. And I'm not going to use intangibles. Not accurate. A little reckless with the football. Turnovers. One read quarterback. What's not right about what I said? What's the bad conclusion? He's not accurate. He turns the ball over. He's a one-read guy. What, 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 where in there is a bad take? Tell me, where's the bad take? I'll, I'll erase it. <laughs> How about this one? Screen game is horrific. According to what was said about Hertz, 
working house. His mechanics and timing improved. He also has a higher release. I can't, I can't wait to see it. What's his upside? Good question, GT. Good question. What's his upside? I love that. GT, that's fair. That's fair. Yes, sir. Um, He will improve. He's been kicked around. He's being doubted. He's got a fire. And can I tell you the most important thing that you can have as an athlete? He's got a $40 million bag of gold waiting for him at the end of the rainbow if it comes through. Jalen Hurts has 17 football games. And at that rainbow, at the bottom of it, is a bucket of money. I don't know about you, but for me, you, he can see it. It's right there. You know how you see the rainbow? Sometimes you see where it starts and it ends. You can see it. It's right there. That's motivating. That's motivating. How many times have we seen guys? By the way, I think, is that an asset that I think that he thinks that? Absolutely. Because that pot of gold not only has money in it, but it has wins in it. That's what it has. It has wins in it. Right? Dude. Mata, you bet your ass, man. That's a tremendous motivator when you're telling me that I could, there's a $40 million. Hey, don't you think his agent calls him every day? How you feeling? Everything's going. His agent's going to get 5% of that whole thing, right? Hey, man, how you feeling? You know, you got to, he's got everything in front of him here. Tremendous motivator. Seals won't kill Lamar's passing game. Passing game. His pass, here. Here, watch this. I'll show you non-empty calorie Lamar Jackson stats. This guy's trying to sell you shitty numbers on Lamar Jackson's passing stats. Well, I'll put that to bed right now. And this is how you do it. Six and one. 13 and two. 11 and four. 7 and 5, 37 and 12. You pray your boy's in that room. 36 touchdowns, led the league. Your guy will never do that. 13 and 2. So one year, this guy led the NFL in passing. Get this. He led the NFL in passing 
not only in completion percentage, but in quarterback rating, but in touchdown throws. He also had 1,200 yards rushing on top of his brilliant passing season. 36 TDs. 36. 13 and 2. Good. Hey, see what he's doing? 2,500 a year. 13 and 2. 37 and 12. Beat somebody with a winning record. Who is your guy beat? The Saints. Congratulations. <laughs> the Saints. His passing numbers aren't really all that. No, but his one loss record is. The guy's 37 and 12, and you're debating that. There's no way around 19. Yeah, he missed three games last year. There's no, hey, Chris, there's no way around 37 and 12 either. There's no way around throwing for NFL lead in touchdowns and leading the league. You've never had a guy in your franchise's history do that. He did it. 36 and 12. My love. <laughs> no way around 37 and 12. Mm. Zero Super Bowls. Yeah, okay. <laughs> wow. Hey, Xander, they actually think Jalen Hurts and Lamar Jackson are comparable. Do we think we need a moment of silence here? <laughs> oh my God. Dude, you put Lamar Jackson on the Eagles, they won't lose a game. They 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 wouldn't lose a game. They were 13 and 2 with that dude. In Baltimore with Hollywood Brown and the kid Edwards at tight end. Oh boy, facts don't matter, I guess. <laughs> Just that. Um... Oh boy. Oh. Yeah. Just win, baby. Beat a winning team, Chris. Let me know when that happens. Let me know. Let me, hey, you're going to pay a guy $40 million who beat one team with one winning record in the year he took over for Wentz. You're going to really pay that. You're going to pay $40 million to a guy who can't beat winning teams. Not me, not in a million years. Shit, and they got trouble doing that in Baltimore right now, talking about Lamar. They, Steve Biscotti and them guys are going, eh, 
Because you know what you're thinking? You're going like this. That guy's one hit away. He's one hit away. Okay. By the way, Lamar loses a wheel. Guy still has an arm. He's proven it. If Jalen gets hurt in his wheels, they have to sit him. Herschel Walker tomorrow, 3.30. Woo! Seals, enjoy your manicotti. Everybody, listen, man. Enjoy yourselves. Thank you guys for everything. You guys are awesome. Every single one of you, man. I appreciate everybody coming aboard like you always do. You're fantastic. Xander, you're always awesome, brother. Xander's got some good takes, too. And I know this. Xander's always Xander's like this. Hey, 2022 is right around the corner. Chris, love you, dude. We're good, man. Hey, I can't wait for this season. It's got to be one of the most anticipated seasons coming up that I can remember. I can't wait to see it. We will see you tomorrow, 3 to 6 Eastern time. We really appreciate everybody coming aboard. Hey, if you missed any of the show, please go back and watch it. We really appreciate it. We'll see you tomorrow on Friday, a football Friday. See you on the flip side. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.